the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And welcome to Feast Week, Lundy. Is the perfect confluence of awesomeness for sports betting. We got the NBA, we got the NHL, we got college basketball tournaments, we got college football, and of course, we've got the NFL all going down at the same time. And the greatness of this as well is that uh, college basketball begins basically when you roll out of bed in the West Coast, and it doesn't end until about midnight. So it is a full slate of betting a a smorgasbord, if you will. So, you know, grab your plate, uh, just uh, load up spoonfuls and devour as much as you can. And, of course, tonight is the Monday Night Football capper to week number 11 in the NFL. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going up against the New York Giants. Saquon Barkley expected to be back in the lineup tonight. Uh, this one being played in Western Florida. The Bucks are laying ten and a half here, Luddy, with a total of forty-nine and a half. So, give me a game score prediction, my friend. Will Captain Hook Yar coming to play me, mateys? Uh, just barely off of uh, Captain Hook. He'll be kind of like off to the side, thinking about it. Uh, but he's actually not going to participate. I got it thirty to twenty-one Tampa. Mm. Do you know that the Giants have covered <laughs> on the road every game this season except for Dallas? Huh. And that game, and that game, Daniel Jones got knocked out. Right? Yeah. So right now, the Giants are covering when they're on the road. And I think the idea of Saquon coming back, um, I think Andrew Thomas, the tackle, is supposed to be back tonight uh, for the Giants. So I I don't know, man. I think you put all of that together, and I don't think the Giants win, but I think that they can stay within the spread. So I'm going to say 30 to 21, so I'm tucking just over and I'm also calling for the Giants to cover. Yeah, I'm with you, too. Uh, I've got it 30 to 20, <laughs> believe it or not. So uh, I'm with you. I think the hook will come into play on both sides of the spectrum here. Uh, I think the Giants will cover. And the colossal loss of Vita Vea in the trenches, a guy that's just a whole plunger and a, and a guy that also gets after and dirties a lot of pockets, he's not going to be on the field for the Buccaneers tonight. So that really changes the calculus of how this defense is made up. So, yeah, I think Daniel Jones will have a pocket time having Saquon back to take advantage of that massive gap up front for Tampa. Yeah, they'll keep this thing nice and snug. And if not, if they get blown out early, the back door is always open. It's wide open. And I think the Giants are going to come sprinting through it in the end. So 30-20 to 20 for me, 30-21 to 21 for Lundy. We're both on the over, and we're both on the Giants. Plus... Ten and a half with that on this Manic Monday. Let's get to it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's work in our favorite NFL player props uh, in this Monday night affair. And uh, here's one that has been on the board, has been off the board. It's been on the board, it's been off the board. But it's on the board tonight at DraftKings Sportsbook. And you know I can't resist it. Tom Brady. No, we're not talking about passing touchdowns. No, we're not talking about passing yards. Over point. Five rush yards, minus 115 at DK. I need one sneak from Tom, which is normally what he's good for every single week. Uh, He has done this in six of his last seven games. So provided we can get uh, about, what, a three-yard sneak, I think is what we're going to need because you've got to worry about kneel downs toward the end of the game. But uh, Tom does this a solid usually on those kneel downs. He doesn't take a step back. He takes a snap and immediately gets down. And oftentimes that is graded out as a no-gain play. So this is going to be a sweat 
from start definitely to the finish here, Lundy, and things play out the way that we do. But I think Brady gets over on .5 rush yards at DraftKings minus 115. Are you with me? Fade or follow? This one scares me because of those damn kneel downs. I told you. Okay? Yeah. That's the thing. Um, you know, the, the like when we do something like this, when it's like over .5, three points, three pointers made, like that's a one and done cash. With Tom, he could rush for like three yards and then we don't know. Like, are we going to get our money? Are we going to be mad? Are we going to throw things at the television? Um, are we going to boycott avocado toast? Like, I don't know what happens if we get, so I'm rolling with this one because it's so much fun. Uh, because I do think that it is a fun bet to be able to have, but man, those kneel downs might come back and kick us right in the jewels. One sneak, Tom, no kneel downs and turn it into a damn NFT. Number four. All right, moving on. Uh, let's work in an under here to get things going. Uh, kind of a mixed bag. It's not all overs. You know, I, I usually uh, am a car carrying member of the overs club, but I'm working at a couple of unders here. So uh, I'm going to take the under on Darius Slayton, two and a half receptions. Um, and you look at what Slayton has done. You know, last week with Kenny Galladay back on the field, he only played 53.7% of the snaps. Uh, hell, he only ran 16 routes in that game and lured just one target. He's been under this in three of his last four games. So with Galladay, with Kadarius Toney, with Evan Ingram, and with Saquon, we know how prominent a role he plays in the past game, all expected on the field tonight. I think Slayton's going to hang out in the shadows once again, and chances are he's going to see a lot of Jamel Dean in the secondary. I know uh, that they are down a couple of bodies. Tampa is in this defensive backfield, but Dean is healthy and is likely going to line up against Slayton most often, and he's only given up a 50% catch rate. So when it's all said and done, you know, maybe gets one maximum of two, but I don't see Darius Slayton getting three catches tonight. So fade or follow, Slayton under 2.5 receptions, minus 115 of DraftKings. I think he finishes right at two. I think you're right. I think the trends, the amount of routes run, all of that, I think it's just pointing for this to wind up finishing with an under. I think this could be a Kenny Galladay type of game. Um, and with that, and, and knowing that Tony's involved, knowing that Saquon is back, I think you made a lot of really good points for why he's going to tuck under in this one, even though it is such a low threshold. I think he finishes two catches. Captain Hook is in our favor, and he finishes on the under. Yeah, take the under and make some dollars with Darius. Number three. Sticking with the unders theme, let's go to my cousin, Mike Evans. Uh, I debated the under on four and a half receptions at plus odds. Thought about getting seduced by the Jews, but, you know, diving in, digging in, dissecting the matchup a little bit more. And I decided to pivot, pivot, and I... I'm taking the under on 65.5 receiving yards instead, and still a lighter juice available at Caesars Sportsbook at minus 110. You look at Evans, uh, he's averaging 7.3 targets per game, uh, but he has been under this in three of his last four contests, and shockingly, Lundy, he is wide receiver 77 in catchable target percentage, which is mind-blowing when Tom Brady is your quarterback. And he gets a whole lot of James Bradbury. Probably going to get shadowed by him in this game. Now, Bradbury, uh, middle of the pack and what he has allowed, he's given up a 65.3 catch rate, 97.9 pass rate in his assignments, and eight wideouts in total have gone over the 65.5 mark uh, against the G-Men this season. But Bradbury held Evans last season 
south of 60 yards, five catches, and I believe it was 57 yards in the end. And I think it's going to be a similar output tonight. So the 65.5, just a little too rich for my blood. So, again, give me the under on Mike Evans, 65.5 receiving yards, minus 110 at Caesars. Fade or follow. I will fade you on this one, my mm-hmm. friend, as we get into the week. I, I just don't think that he's going to – I just don't, don't think from a defensive standpoint that he can hold him uh, that low again. I feel like this is a five catch for 69 – nice – or 71 yards right in that range. I think he gets right close to that 70 mark. I, 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 I don't know. This is a little bit of a TYG for me, a trust your gut, um, because – I know the matchup. I understand the the advanced analytics, but there's just something about it that I think Evans gets up over this number, gets closer to 70 tonight. Again, kind of random. Don't really have a lot of logic, which probably means I'll keep my wallet in my pocket and I won't place a bet on it, but I think he gets over it. All right. Uh, Lundy, going to fade Mike Evans. I'm going to follow my under 65.5 receiving yards. Stay tuned for my top picks on Monday Night Football. And, oh, you know, we got a ton of hoops action as well in bonus time. Number two. All right, let's get back uh, to the G-Men and Buccaneers, a matchup tonight under the prime time lights. And Daniel Jones going to be running for his life in this game. That's why I'm going to take the over on 20 and a half rush yards. For the RPO aficionado of this Giants offense, uh, three quarterbacks have scurried their way to the over against this defense this season. Jalen Hurts did it, Justin Fields, uh, Jameis Winston. A lot of speed, obviously, with White in particular at linebacker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Jones, oddly, has only been over this number one time in his last five after starting the first four games well over this proposed total, Lundy. He is still averaging, though, 5.6 rush attempts per game. Tampa, though they're down Vita Vea, is third and pressure rate, third highest in that category. So if they turn up the heat with Sue, JPP, White, uh, I think Daniel Jones will be able to flush out of the pocket, use his speed to get to the edge and get a couple of chunk gains and hopefully push the over here on this 20 and a half rush yards total. So again, fade or follow Daniel Jones over 20.5 rush yards, minus 110 at Caesars. I need five rush attempts. That's what I need. That's what I think the magic number is for him to be able to get over. He already talked about what his average is, the 5.6. But if you look at overall on the season, especially these last uh, five games, as you talked about, that he hasn't hit the number. One of them, obviously, the one I was talking about where he got knocked out of the game against Dallas. Um, But beyond that, he gets to this number if he can get himself uh, the, the five rush attempts. He's only had one contest where he hit five that he didn't. That was against Kansas City. Um, who was, who that was just a weird game. Yeah. Um, but you know, I look at the last, con- the last game that he had, uh, prior to the bye week against Vegas, he had four for 17. So again, had he had the fifth, he probably would have gotten over this number, uh, against Vegas, but that was also a positive game script in that one that they won. So, um, I'm going to take the over cause I really like the Daniel Jones rushing props. You're right. He hasn't hit it in the last five weeks. Damn it. Daniel, I need a cash. Yeah, amen on that. Run, Jones, run! Number one. All right, we're going to run into our top play, at least mine, on my betting card tonight. Give me the over on Chris Godwin. Oh, 6.5 receptions at plus. Now 120 available at tape time at DraftKings Sportsbook, Lundy. 
Uh, and the reason why I like this, I talked to Pat Leonard for the New York Daily News uh, last week, and, and Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Futz, and I on the Sirius XM Fantasy Show. Listen to it 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Uh, you know, we always ask whatever beat reporter we have about the next game upcoming and the biggest matchup problem uh, for that team that they cover. And he said, it's clearly, without question, Chris Godwin out of the slot. And if you look at the numbers, it really bears that out because slot machines have had their way against the Giants this season. Cooper Cup, Hunter Renfro, Tyreek Hill, uh, just a taste of guys that have massive days against this secondary. I think Chris Godwin's going to do the same. He's going to get a lot of Darnell Holmes. Uh, They're in the slot. He's given up a 68% catch rate. Uh, he lines up in the slot 52.7% of the time, so he's not exclusively tied to that area. He will bounce outside as well. But Godwin has been over this in four of his last five games. He's seen 8.7 targets per game. Uh, Tom Brady has a 118.4 pass rating when targeting Godwin. And six guys have gone over this number against the Giants, and, uh, and almost all of them, again, have been out of the slot. So drop a quarter in that machine, pull the lever, I think it's going to come up lucky sevens for you and hopefully some cash money as well. So you willing to score a jackpot with me. Fade or follow Chris Godwin over six and a half catches plus 120 at DraftKings. Just keep looking his way, Tommy B. That's what I want. Yes, this is actually my favorite on uh, the fade five today as well. I like um, I, I like him to get up to seven, maybe even eight. Uh, he's done it, what, four out of his last five, if I'm not mistaken? Yep, uh, Godwin has in terms of getting over this number. So, yeah, I think it's a favorable matchup. And, it look, it's not just for the sophomore humor. This is the reason we listen to your radio show. <laughs> uh, it's not the for... endless dick jokes? Are you kidding me? No, no, no. It's it's not just that. It's not just the, uh, the phallic references uh, regarding bets. Uh, <laughs> it is actually, at times, uh, some, you know, legitimate content. And that is a great example of it. Talking to the beat writers and saying uh, and, and being able to find out what they're worried about. And these guys have got their ear on the ground. And I think they should be worried about Godwin. He's a he's a matchup nightmare for just about anybody. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, Lundy. Uh, maybe you got some other wagers on Monday Night Football or elsewhere. Because, again, we got a buffet of sports betting goodness. It's bonus time. What else you got on this Monday? Uh, I got uh, three picks for you. You can do them individually. You can put them together. You can have some fun, whatever you want. A couple of them on the ice. First of all, uh, one of the early games tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern time, so depending upon where you are early. I I don't know. Maybe you're listening to us in Honolulu. Um, I'm going to take the Columbus Blue Jackets. They are on the road against the Buffalo Sabres. Why? Well, because the Sabres are just not very good. Uh, So we're going to take the uh, Blue Jackets on the money line. That's a minus 134. You want uh, a positive payday? I think Vegas goes into St. Louis and beats the blues and they're actually the dog on this one so i'm going to take them on the money line uh at FanDuel right now it's at plus 128 uh for vegas on the money line don't really know why i've just kind of got a feeling that the wrong team is favored here um out of those two and then i've i've found some success brad here early in the nba season by fading the oklahoma city thunder uh, because they have not been they have not very good uh, and they are in Atlanta to take on the Hawks tonight the Hawks are favored I think the spread is at 10 and a half the last time I looked I don't care give up the points uh, because <laughs> Atlanta Atlanta is probably going to kick them 
uh, pretty hard in this one. Oklahoma City has not been very good here at the start of the young season, and I don't expect that to change anytime soon. So uh, there you go. A couple picks on the ice and one in the association. All right. Uh, I've got one more in the NFL. I'm going to take the over Leonard Fournette. 25.5 receiving yards in this game as well. Minus 115 at BetMGM. He's averaging 20 routes per game. He's averaging 31.6 receiving yards per contest. He's been over this in six of his nine efforts this year and you look at the g-men they're giving up 49.9 receiving yards per game six receptions per game to the running back position eight rbs have gone over this 25.5 total and i think fournette will make it nine let's go to the nba uh player prop that i like tonight brandon ingram of the pels give me the over five and a half rebounds against the t wolves minnesota dead last in the nba and opponent rebounds per game uh, so they have just gotten bludgeoned on the boards. Now, Ingram's only been over this in one of his last five, but he faced Minnesota twice already this season. Six rebounds in one game, nine in the other. I think he gets another half dozen plus tonight. Let's go to college. I got a three-pack of picks here. I'm going to rifle off very quickly. And again, you can follow all of my picks. I'll update throughout the day on the spreadsheet. At Noisy Cuevos on Twitter. Love George Mason tonight. Uh, in uh, Inside the Pentagon in South Dakota taking on the Washington Huskies. They're one of the worst offensive teams in the country, so I'm going to lay the three with Mason. Uh, the Patriots are going to get it done because Washington just lays a bunch of bricks constantly. Number 352 in the nation, effective field goal percentage offense. Lundy, they're only shooting 37.1% from two. Oh, my favorite stat, I had it on the TV show last week, Brad, because I did the same thing where I did the fade the Huskies. My favorite yep. stat was that Nikola Jokic is has a better shooting percentage from three <laughs> than Washington does from two as a team. Yeah, that's it, it is mind blowing just how horrendous they are offensively. Uh, George Mason, by the way, shooting forty one point seven percent from downtown. They got a bunch of zone busters on that club. They're going to win that sucker, go it away, and cover the three. Give me the haul tonight in Florida. Uh, one of these non-conference tournaments uh, that's out there. There are plethora this time of year, and it's going to be a holiday feast, I think, for the Pirates. Yar! Uh, I'm going to lay the two against Ohio State. It's all about the physicality and size of Yetnun Samuel, uh, which is going to be problematic for EJ Liddell and company. Seton Hall, number one in the country in effective field goal percentage defense. They've only given up 13.3% from three this season. That's mind-blowing. Uh, and the hall just gets after it inside. They got a bunch of rainmakers as well, and Kale and Harris and Aiken and Jackson. So give me Seton Hall. Big Ten's really been struggling here to begin the season. I think that will continue tonight. Again, laying the two. And then last and certainly not least, Wyoming, uh, who I know you featured with that Washington fade Washington Correct. wager. Uh, they're playing Grand Canyon tonight down in Phoenix. I like the over in this game of 134. A lot of the prognosticators that I follow, uh, Bartorvik as well, some of the algorithms that are out there, have this game at like 138, 137 and a half. Uh, why is it at 134? It's because GCU is one of the slowest teams in the country, but they're number one in the nation in three-point percentage offense, shooting 47.8% from downtown. Wyoming can get after it and put ball through basket. They really attack the hoop with the length of Hunter Maldonado uh, and company there. So they're shooting over 61% inside the arc. I think 134 is just too low. That game should be right around, I don't know, 70 to 68 in the end, uh, which would – Push the over on the 134, and there you have it. 
Again, a ton of sports that we covered here on today's Fade the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on social media, at Nate Lundy. Check me out there, at Noisy Huevos as well. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this broadcast. Just a little note, we will have a show tomorrow. Uh, We will also have a show on Wednesday. We're off for Thanksgiving. We are also off on Friday as well. Uh, to enjoy the holiday with our families, much like all of you are, and the orgasm of gluttony as well. So until then, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.